Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back and welcome to my YouTube watchers. I want to invite you into this space where we are humble, open, and transparent. Well, it's just me talking to you. So it's me being humble, open, and transparent about my life, my opinions, and my experiences. And so I'm going to dive right in and just kind of talk to you guys a little bit about my thoughts on a recent um, a scandal or all the buzz that I was seeing on social media surrounding um, this like relationship guru, self-proclaimed, I guess. Um, and it's not so much that I'm going to talk about what the person did or said is more so about the fact that I find it very interesting that um, a lot of women were very uh, interested in what he had to say. I think a lot of like the majority of his followers were women and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just think for me personally, maybe it's because I'm already married. Um, I find it difficult seeking an advice from a, a man another man other than my husband about how to be as a wife and again it, for me maybe if I was single it would be different but even as a single person I find it I would find it very hard to allow a guy to tell me how I need to be as a woman like you're not a woman you don't know what women go through so what gives you the right to talk about those things and then you know to see what ended up happening um in with this person you know and how he became the very thing that he was putting down or telling women what they needed to be aware of was just very uh interesting so to say hypocritical maybe um but like i said i don't want to focus so much on what happened more so on the fact that i just think that women need to empower women and, you know, my friend Tara and I, we actually have a show on YouTube. You should go check it out. It's called Love Essentials. And Love Essentials is talking about relationships. And in our first season, we are talking about marriage and we're focusing on marriage and we're talking about the importance of marriage and the, the roles of, of a wife and a husband working together. And it's not just for couples who are married. It's for couples who are engaged, thinking about married. It's for people who have gotten divorced. It's for people who are single and wanting to be in a relationship. It's for everybody, you know, and, and in our next season, we're going to be talking about a different type of relationship. But I would say for those of you who are interested, there are so many resources out there. I mean, there's books like Relationship Goals, Love Struck, um, Love and Respect. Tara even has a book called Marriage is a Beautiful Thing, What I Wish I Would Have Known. I mean, seriously, there's so many resources out there that you don't have to put all your eggs in one bucket with a self-proclaimed relationship guru and i'm not saying that the things that you know prior to this you know whole buzz or scandal or whatever you want to call it prior to it happening that things that were being said on this particular platform were not beneficial or helpful to people i'm pretty sure it was i didn't listen um, I wasn't a follower. I actually didn't even know about this person until the scandal happened. Um, but by looking at what was being said, um, I also came across another relationship guru and his tactics were, oh my gosh, were just horrible. Um, and I saw this one episode or one clip where he invited a, a woman to come into the, the chat room or whatever, or the Zoom call. And he referred to her as a linebacker because you know he asked her her weight and height 
and it was just very insulting and i'm like yo like you have to be in nothing against her but to me i'm like you have to be in a desperate place that you're gonna allow somebody to just insult you like that in order for you to learn how to be a wife to somebody else like seriously how is that beneficial like I don't get it and I would love for somebody to break it down and explain it to me because again maybe I have my blinders up maybe I have my guards up because I'm already a wife you know if I want to know how to improve upon being a wife first I'm going to ask my husband hey what is it that you want because he's the one that I'm trying to please I ain't trying to please nobody else out here you know what I'm saying um and then on top of that I would definitely go to another wife another woman you know who is in it and ask her like you know tell her uh, you know, what it is that, that I feel is wrong and get her opinion on it. Or maybe we would go together as a couple for couples counseling. I don't know. I just find it, it interesting. And, I, and I, I know that probably some of you are out there saying, well, Hannah, you know, there's relationship, you know, um, advice out there that you can get. There's people who are, are counselors, but that's the thing, right? They're certified counselors. Now there's some, a couple, there's a few, you know, quite a few self-proclaimed counselors, but in order for you to call yourself a counselor, you do have to be certified. So I think those who are certified, who are out there giving relationship advice, you can listen to them. You know, Tara is a, 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 a certified counselor. Like she has gone, she has the credential, she's gone to school for it. I, on the other hand, I come from a more real perspective. You know what I'm saying? And, and I get it that there's a lot of people out there. But one of the things about me, first of all, I do not uh, profess myself to be any type of relationship guru because I am not. I am primarily just sharing my um, my experiences as a wife, what I have learned and the things that I have gone through, what works, what doesn't work. You take what nuggets you think might be beneficial to you and you can throw away the rest. Like I put out that disclaimer, okay? Um, but I just think it's very important when you are giving advice that you put that disclaimer out there. Like I am not trying to be tell anybody how they're supposed to be in their, their marriage because Every marriage is different. Every husband is different. Every wife is different. But one of the things that I have learned in marriage and one of the things that I just think in relationships in general that we all need to realize is, is that being in a relationship is about being selfless. Now, as a believer, a lot of my principles and my foundation, it comes from the word of God, right? And the word of God tells us that we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, right? So in order for me to know how to love somebody else, how am I loving myself? Because it specifically says, love my neighbor as I love myself. If I don't love me, how am I going to love you? And I think that's one of the first issues that a lot of us may have out there who are trying to be in a relationship because a lot of times we're so quick to want to be in a relationship because of our age because of what family is saying because of what society says we live our lives according to everybody else's standards and metrics instead of just doing what's really right for us there's some of us who are linking ourselves up to people in relationships and we're not ready for it we're just not 
not. There's still some grooming. There's still some, you know, um, pruning that needs to be done. There's some, there's still some things that we need to let go of that we haven't. And here it is. We trying to be booed up because we see that somebody else is booed up or we see that, you know, this is how things are supposed to go. But are you wifey material? Are, are you ready to be in a relationship? I mean, these are some of the things that Tara and I talk about in our show. We even talked about how, you know, we have um, those friends who say like, oh, well, I'm a 10 and I, I'm, I'm looking for a 10. Well, first of all, you're probably a five on your good day. Um, and, and secondly, if you're already a 10 looking for a 10 or if you're looking for a 10, why does he need you? What are you going to bring to the table for him if he's already got it all together? You know what I'm saying? And, and I say that too, to even be a little bit more specific because a lot of us are out here talking about some, oh, I'm looking for somebody to complete me. No, you shouldn't be looking for someone to complete you. You should be complete yourself. You should be complete in God. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only person that can complete you. There's some things that you're you're trying to get out. And when I say that you need to be a complete whole person before you gather yourself with somebody else, that's not saying that you're a perfect 10. Because being complete and whole doesn't mean that you're perfect. Being complete and whole doesn't mean that you got it all together. Being complete and whole just means that you realize that there's some flaws in your life. You realize that there's some things that you can continue to work on. You realize that there's things that you're going to continuously be working on because the word of God tells us that he continues to do a good work in us until the return of our savior. So if he continues to do a good work in us, we ain't never going to reach perfection until Christ come. You know what I'm saying? So you're not a 10, but you can be whole in him. Why? Because he completes you. Everywhere that you're lacking, he's able to fulfill because he says that he'll supply all of your needs. So I'm going to leave it at that. But when you're out here getting into a relationship, it's about the compliment. It's about being the yin to each other's yang, being the peanut butter to each other's jelly, being the milk to each other's cookies. Like it's completing each other. I'll just use Anthony and myself, for example. I am the more reserved one in the relationship, whereas Anthony is more sporadic and he is the risk taker. And there are times where I need him to push me and to take that leap of faith and that jump for the benefit of our family. But there are times where he wants to jump and I'm like, whoa, let me pull you back a little bit. Let's think about this. Let's pray on this a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? We help each other out. You know, when I need that extra push, he gives it to me. When he needs somebody to pull back on the reins, that's what I do for him. That is how we complement each other. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking for someone who can complement you, not for someone who completes you. That's one thing. And then back to the whole being selfless. Like there's a lot of us out here who, you know, we just really stuck on how things are. We're really stubborn or we're really set in our ways. Are you ready for a relationship? Are you ready for somebody to come into your house because remember now if you're married it becomes our house but let's just say that you're the one who already had the house and y'all decided okay well I'm gonna just move in with you and then eventually we can buy a place together but this was once your place it's now our place have you made room for them in your place like especially you know women a lot of us out here we have like a closet full of clothes right and so for for a lot of of women out here who are very independent and have their own houses before they got married you know you might have used your extra bedroom closet as your extended closet right so now you got clothes all in your closet you got clothes all in the guest room closet but now you're trying to get married where are you trying to set space for your husband? Where are you trying to allow him to have his space so he can feel like it's his house too? Are you ready for that? Are you ready to give him a list of rules and tell him how things are done in your house? Are y'all going to scratch 
all of that and come up with your own rules? Are you ready for that? Like, can you drink of this cup? You know, it's, it's so interesting because we we live in this world. I, I believe like this make believe world because, you know, a lot of us are on social media all the time. We're looking at everybody's pictures. We see these picture perfect families. Right. And we're just like, oh, relationship goals. Oh, there's, you know, couple goals. And I want to be like them. And look at that. Look at what they doing. But can you drink of their cup? So much is given, much is required. You know, are you ready to go through what they've gone through? There's that saying, the grass is greener on the other side. But I like to say it may be greener on the other side, but somebody still has to mow it. Somebody still has to lay the fertilizer down. Somebody still has to pull the weeds. And I mean, what is fertilizer? Fertilizer is dung. So that means that there's somebody over there who's getting their hands dirty in order for their garden to look good. There's somebody that is over there that is toiling the ground. They are putting the fertilizer down. They're pulling up the weeds they're they're making sure that there's no chinch bugs are in their their garden they're making it look beautiful but it takes work are you ready to put in that work or are you the one who just wants to hire the gardener you know what i'm saying like you don't want to do the work you just want it to look pretty that's not marriage that's not how it works and i just feel like a lot of times like is this what these relationship gurus, these self-proclaimed gurus who's just like, oh, I could tell you how to catch a man. I could tell you how you need to be. I need to tell you. I can tell you how to be a woman and you're a man telling me how to be a woman. OK, um, <laughs> like seriously, like I, I, I wonder, are these the kind of conversations that are happening? Is this what is being said? You know, like we need to understand that we have to first check ourselves. We have to first check our heart and find out if we're ready for this. Are we ready to be somebody's wife? And yeah, I'm speaking to the women because I am a woman. I'm not out here going to speak to a man and tell a man how he needs to be in a relationship. I can say that, you know, yeah, um, some of the things that I like for my husband, but that's for me. Anthony is my husband. I, he, whatever it is that I need, it. It is for him to supply. I don't expect for Anthony to go out talking to another woman like, how can I treat my wife? Like, yeah, you can listen to other women tell, give you some ed advice as far as give you some pointers or be like, oh, she may like this. Or if you're talking to my friends, my friends who know who I am, who know what I like, who I may have shared with them. Oh, yeah, this is something that I, I've really been you know, wanting to do. And they are that little birdie in his ear that says, hey, Hannah mentioned that she wants this. I think it would be really nice if you do that kind of stuff works. But for me to or for him to go out and start listening to advice on other women, you know, hearing what they're saying and then just automatically assuming that it's going to work on me and not really know his wife and know what his wife wants. I, I think that's a setup for failure. That's just my opinion. Again, other people may feel differently. It's just like I finished reading um, a book where it was telling me it was written by a woman. And, you know, because of her experience and her years of marriage, she was sharing some things about men. And she's also a counselor. And so she also has done studies where she has asked men questions in order to write this book. So she was saying how, you know, men want to be um, uh, the knight in shining armor for their wife. So a lot of times if you're that independent woman where you doing everything for yourself and not letting your husband do it, you know, you need to show him that you need him, show him that he's needed, show him that it, it pleases you for him to be your knight in shining armor and I was wondering I was like hmm I wonder how true this is so I asked my husband 
I asked, I was like, so Anthony, do you like being my knight in shining armor? I didn't want to just take what she was saying. I mean, yeah, she did the research. She asked, a, I don't know how many men, but she asked these different husbands. And this is what this is the feedback. But I wanted to make sure that that's the kind of husband that my husband is. I wanted to make sure that like, hey, I don't want to just assume that, you know, this is what you want without just checking with him. And that's about communication. Like you have to talk, you know? And so I feel like it's important that when we're listening to other people, you know, give advice on relationships and give advice on marriage and give advice on, you know, what you should do. It's still important for you to go back to the person that you're in the marriage with to find out like, hey, how do you feel about this? Does this really work with you? Instead of just assuming, you know, and for those of you who are single, who may not have found your partner yet, may not have found who your, you know, compliment is, you know, these are notes, write them down so that when you are in that dating stage and you get beyond the surficial, you know, superficial conversations, the whole, oh, what favorite color do you have? What's your favorite food? What do you like to, once y'all get past all that, and you actually see yourself in a relationship with this person and see like, okay, this could be a long-term thing, start asking those questions. Start asking them, what do they see in a wife? What is it that they're hoping for a wife? Because the other thing is, is that we take a lot of the stuff that we see, we saw in childhood. We take a lot of the stuff that we see in movies. We take a lot of the stuff that we see in our friends' relationships who are married. You know, all these different depictions of marriage and illustrations that we've had from childhood up until adulthood, we take all of that and we're just like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. And we come into these relationships with expectations, right? And, but you don't really talk about these expectations. You don't really dive deep into them and find out like, is this really what you want? You're just assuming this is the role. I'm guilty of that. I saw my mom and my mom was the, the, the one who was very involved with me at school. My dad was there. You know, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a two-parent household until my parents decided to get a divorce when I was 16 years old. But for 16 years of my life, I had two parents in the house. And with my mother, I saw her up at my school. My mom knew all of my teachers. You know, my mom knew my principal. She knew down to the janitor of my school. And so for me, as a child growing up, I was like, this is what a mom does. A mom is the one who, you know, takes the reins. She's the primary caregiver in the house. She's the one that takes care of the kids. When they have a boo-boo, you take care of it. You know, when somebody needs to be called up to the school, you're the one who goes. When they need to go to the doctor, you take them. Well, when Anthony and I got married, I figured, you know, and we had, we became parents. I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do as a mom. But my situation was different from my mother's situation. My mom worked, but my mother worked the night shift. So she was home during the day and she didn't go to work until night. I didn't work a night shift. I worked during the day outside of the home and I would leave my house before my children got up in the morning. And by the time I got back, I had maybe two hours in the evening to spend with them. And that half of that time was spent cooking dinner and then it was getting them off to bed. So, you know, when it can, Anthony has a more flexible schedule than me. I mean, Anthony is also a very involved father. Um, he's very engaged with our kids, but this, even though he's very engaged, like he has a very flexible schedule. It only made sense in our household that if he's off on a Monday, why not schedule all the children's doctor's appointments on a Monday so that he could take them? Why should I take the day off of work just to prove I'm super mom? 
I can do this. No, I was running myself ragged. And it was just like, hey, let's sit down. Let's rediscuss our parenting. You know, let's, let's, let's figure out what works for our household. And a lot of times that's something that you're going to have to do. And I feel like, you know, these relationship gurus, they tell you what you want to hear in regards to all of the pomp and circumstance of a marriage. The, the, the real thing is, is that in a marriage, in your vows, unless y'all decide to do a remix and come up with your own and avoid saying these words altogether, you say till death do us part. You say, you know, in sickness and in health, you say for better or for worse. And a lot of the times when we're standing at the altar, we're focused on the better. None of us are really thinking about the worse. You know what I'm saying? And it brings me back to the whole Instagram fam- families that you're looking at. You're seeing the, pif- the picture perfect, you know, photos that they're uploading. It's very rare that you'll see a family upload the struggle. You, It's, it's very rare that you'll see them upload the fact that, you know, the child is sick or, you know, that they lost their job or that, you know, they're going through through stress in the marriage or the bills are running in or are, are, are coming in and the money is low. You know, their, stra- their change is acting strange. Their money is acting fun. Like it's very rare. There are some, you know, families out there who will post this stuff, but it's very rare that you see that. Majority of the time, they're just showing the picture perfect stuff. And that's you, you all googly eye. Like that's, that's what I want. You over here comparing yourself. You're over here, you know, saying that these are goals and placing this family up on a mantle and on an idol and saying this is what you want. And so you listen to these relationship gurus who tell you, oh, this is how you get that type of man. This is how you have that type of marriage. And then y'all want to, you know, with cancel culture, we want to cancel somebody because they messed up and they didn't live up to what they were saying that we needed to do. And I feel like it's not all on them (laughs) I mean they gotta get they self together too they need to come correct but at the same time why are we putting these people on pedestals why are we idolizing them why are we taking away the fact that they are still human that they are flawed that they make mistakes we all make mistakes we all fall short we all got some bones in our closet in our graveyard that we don't want nobody digging up you know what i'm saying there's some things that we've done and unfortunately when you put yourself on a platform and you know you start talking about some things you have people out there who like oh i just love this person i just love what they have to say and And eventually you put yourself or not you put yourself up there, but they put you up there. And then it's like you mess up. And when you mess up, it's it's public knowledge. And now crucify him, crucify her like it's messed up. It really is. And we got to take our own responsibility for ourselves, because at the end of the day, you know, We are supposed to empower and equip one another. You know, we are supposed to share advice. We're supposed to speak life to one another. We're supposed to lift each other up, you know, and and it should be okay to share some knowledge that you've learned. I mean, that's what I'm doing, right? I'm here on this podcast and on this YouTube channel, and I'm sharing with you guys some of the things that I have learned as a wife and as a mom and as I am evolving as a woman and just realizing how to embrace my flaws and embrace what I consider, you know, unpretty or just embrace who I am and sharing it with 
other women to be like, yo, embrace you too. Embrace who you are because there is someone out there who's going to love you and accept you just the way that you are. But that doesn't mean that you come with your baggage and all your junk. You get that cleared up. You know what I'm saying? It's like Eric Badu's song, Bag Lady. <laughs> You're going to miss your bus. <laughs> You're going to miss opportunities because you carrying all these bags from past relationships and not just from past, you know, um, relationships with, you know, your significant other, but past relationships that from mama daddy issues or from friends who have hurt you from things that you've been through you bringing all of that trying to get into a relationship and you haven't dealt with yourself and that's really the relationship advice that we all need we all need to understand that before we link up with anybody even in a friendship before we link ourselves up to somebody we need to check our hearts check ourselves, check where we are so that we can get that taken care of. And no, we can't do it by ourselves. Again, you know, as a believer, my principles and my foundation are based in the word of God. Like I can't clean up Hannah by myself. I can't fix Hannah by myself. I have to go to my creator. My creator is the one who molds me he is the one who points out to me there, there's a scripture that says that how can I know my heart only you know Lord like I have to go to him and ask him like search my heart you know see if there be any wicked way in me remove it and and show me your ways of everlasting like seriously I need him to check me to make sure that I'm right and it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing that I have to work on me because the thing is, is that, yeah, I'm selfish. There's times that I want things for myself. There's times that I'm like, I don't feel like cooking tonight. There's times that I'm just like, I just, I don't want to. I just want to sit here. But at the same time, I'm a wife and I'm a mother and I have other people depending on me. And it's not to say that there's not times that I can't take for myself which is, you know, very important. I mean, self-care is very important because if I'm continuing to pour out and never allow myself to be poured back into and I'm starting to run on exhaust and fumes, I'm no good to them. So yeah, it is important to take time for self-care and to take time for me. But at the same time, I also have to, have to remember that as a wife, when I decided that, yes, I was ready for marriage, I was making the decision to be a helper to somebody else. And I'm not just his helper and he's not mine. He's my helper too. Remember I was saying earlier about the complimenting each other? There are times that I need him to be my support. There are times where I grow weary and I need him to be able to lift me up and to empower me and to equip me. And this is what I do for him. And then even with our children together, we are a team and we're raising these two people together in the way that they should go. So it's about teamwork. It's about working together. But to be a team member, to be a true team player you can't be about self. I know it's a cliche, but there is no I in team. I know people will say, but there's an I in win. Yeah, but when I win, we lose. We meaning me and my husband. It's only when I lose that we win because now we can come to a compromise. Now we can come to a general conclusion, to a solution that works for the both of us. And these are things that I don't think that are talked about enough. I think that, again, we are living in this insta world, this insta society where we want things quick. So we look for these quick fixes. And there's people out there who know how to speak very well and who know how to put together this, you know, beautiful package to say, 
hey, this is all you need to do and you can get this relationship and this can work for you too. And it's, it doesn't work like that. Marriage takes work. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Marriage is, is the most beautiful thing in the world that you can receive because marriage is actually a depiction of our relationship with God. And the fact that we, even when we're unfaithful, he's still faithful to us. Even though we mess up and we have mistake after mistake, he still loves us. He still supplies for us. He still supports us. He still provides all of our needs and takes care of us. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do in a relationship. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to get your hands dirty? You know, Anthony and I, there's this song um, that, that says, you know, let's go dancing in the minefields, let's go sailing in the storm. It's cute to sing it, but when you really in the trenches and you walking through the minefields, are you going to be able to get through it together? When you're sailing through a storm and the winds are blowing really hard and it seems like your ship is going to go under, are y'all going to be able to bunker down together and get through it? Or are you going to be willing to throw in the towel be like, nah, I'm done with this. I don't, I don't need this in my life. I can do a bad all by myself because that's not what relationship is. That's not any type of relationship, not just, you know, one with, you know, your significant other. This is how it is in any relationship with your friends. You know, can you really be there for your friends or do you are you just about yourself and about what they can do for you? You know, how are you in your relationship with your parents? How are you in a relationship with your coworkers, with your, your supervisor? Like it's it's understanding that relationship is about being selfless. And about being humble, being selfless and being humble and realizing that you ain't a perfect 10. It ain't all about you, boo. It's not. And when you get in a relationship, it's a us thing. This is us. It's not this is me. This is we together, working together, making sure that both of us are right and both of us are good. So anyways, I hope you guys got something out of the podcast today. Um, it's always my prayer that you do. And um. I would love to hear from you. So, I mean, you can go ahead and drop me a comment, press the like button, hit subscribe, share if you thought that this was something that was beneficial and would be beneficial to somebody else. But go ahead and hit me up in the comments. You can also, you know, get in contact with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00. I'm also on Facebook at Hannah's World. And then you can continue to send in your listener letters to Hannah's World 00 at gmail.com. So until next time, world, peace out, world. Thank you.